Hi, you're listening to Beauty Revealed, the podcast. I'm your host, Candace Claiborne, and it's time for you to take the steps to reveal your inner beauty. You no longer have to feel invisible because you are seen and known by the creator of all things. So let's get ready to leave your beauty mark on the world. Let's go deep. So today we are revealing the power strategy of vision. You guys, I am so excited because I have the honor and the privilege of interviewing my husband, my friend, my love, my business partner, Thomas Tommy Claiborne IV. And so welcome to the podcast, honey. Thank you very much. I'm really excited to be here. Good, 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 good. Uh, So if you guys have not met my husband before or have watched our vlogs on YouTube at House of Clay, I want to take a minute to just introduce him to you, tell you a little bit about him. He is a true visionary, a seeker of truth, and a speaker of truth. And he is a person that knows how to coach, how to support, and really how to help people take their lives to the next level. Um, Tommy has been in the business of serving communities, organizations, And most importantly, our family, really just being uh, a great leader and a guide for us as we really begin to live the legacy that God has designed for us. So he is a Pittsburgh native and a Howard University graduate. And we met in D.C. while I was at George Washington and he was at Howard. And just an opportunity to connect because we had such strong values together, right? Um, And things that We just like, it was clear from the beginning, like we're on the same page and we want to be able to move forward in life in such a way that's going to build something that's going to be long lasting. And so that's how we met. Um, And yeah, so welcome to the podcast again. You ready to chat? Yeah, we're ready to go deep. Let's (laughs) go deep. (laughs) Many of you, including myself, have had challenges, right? A lot of our listeners have really struggled with having vision and really figuring out how to express ourselves and do it in such a way that's clear and that's honest and authentic and really helps us to go to that next space of revealing inner beauty. So today I really want to ask you, you know, how you go about visionary coaching and what is vision? One of the core elements of the Beauty Revealed, as you know, is eyes. And that's really how we view ourselves, how we view other people, and how we view the world around us. And so vision is extremely important. Um, But in your own words, what is vision and why is it even important? Well, uh, when I was thinking about what is vision, I think a good answer for that would just be that it is, if you can imagine just closing your eyes, and then the question that you can ask yourself is, what do I see? Um, So vision is very similar to inner sight. And um, as you talk about um, eyes as one of your core four, um, what vision is, is our eyes that we have that are within us. Mm, That's good, because I think a lot of times it's so easy to look outside of ourselves only that we forget to do the inner work that really has to be done in order for things to be revealed. You know, when you even think about that word and that concept of revealing what we're working with is something that is currently covered, so it's not visible to the outside world just yet. Um, and it's something that has to be peeled back. It has to be explored a little bit more. So vision, I do think, you know, 
I tend to go to something that's huge, something that's very obvious. But would you say that vision is sometimes a little bit more hidden or something that has to really be kind of discovered? Or is it just kind of like, bam, I I know vision, I see it? Yeah, I would say it's definitely something that's hidden. Um, I think the trick to really get for us is just understanding that vision is something that's inside of us. And it's something that, like you said, is being revealed, is being developed. And a visual image that I like to give to folks all the time is like a seed. Mm-hmm. You know, vision typically comes in seed format. And then over time, it develops and matures into, you know, seeds move into being trees or move into being plants or being flowers or yeah. any of those things. So it vision is definitely starts within us something very, very small that can grow into being something very, very massive. And um, to your other question that you asked earlier as well, too, why is it important? It's because we all have it. We all have vision. It's all uh, given to all of us in unique different phases or different uh, realms um, in the process. But it's important for us to take that gift that we have, cherish it, nurture it, and um, really participate in the growth and development of it. No, that's good because... Guys, I have mentioned this before on previous episodes that I am a low risk taker. I am a slow adopter. Uh, I like to really get the feel of something before I jump all the way in. But Tommy is on the other spectrum and he is completely high risk, calculated, but high risk. I would say if there's a way to be like strategically risky Um, and at the same time, he has something that I don't have. But we both have vision. His vision is expressed differently than mine is. And so I think it's really important for us all to realize that vision comes in different packages, but we all have the meat and potatoes of it. We all have the bones of vision. And so it's not, you know, just restricted to one personality type. And so one thing that I can really appreciate with you and in our marriage is just that You've been able to support, to serve, to inspire, and also to allow the growth process to take place. Because where we are today, we were talking about this just yesterday, where we are today with The Beauty Revealed is not where we were back in 2010 when I was, you know, resigning from my corporate job and I was wanting to do makeup and wanting to speak and do workshops, et cetera. And he really, again, was the visionary that helped to support me to transition. Um, You know, he's like, hey, if you want to do this makeup thing, then like, let's do it. Like, let's go all in, you know. And so depending on where you are in life, you really do have to consider what that looks like for you. But I think it it really speaks to having the right people, the right complement crew um, around you who can help to support you as you begin to reveal the vision that God has inside of you. So. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think with vision, it's really, if you could think threefold when it comes to it, it's like, uh, again, we have a vision that comes to us in seed format, mm-hmm. but then what's a good framework? What's a good framework or a blueprint that we can maybe follow or see that someone else has actually implemented or done? Um, But then also with that, we need friendships. So what are the relationships that are going to help us carry out the vision? Because we probably have a small component of it, either launching it. Sometimes we're in the mid part managing of it and um, or just a true the vision of it where we can see the picture of it, but we won't really be able to see the manifestation of it. Um, So. Uh, one of the things, oh, the third F 
that I want to do is focus, you know, because when we think about um, focus, you could be a lighthouse or you could be a laser, and that's all dependent upon what focus is. So if you are a lighthouse, they're both light, but they have different purposes, and it's the same thing for all of us. We all bring light. We all bring energy. We all bring substance to situations, but our purpose is different for what needs to be fulfilled. Yeah. No, I think that's important because it's it's different roles, you know, um, realizing where you are in the process, where you are in the journey of discovering the vision that God has maybe hidden inside of you and knowing what part you play in the entire process is really important so that you're not getting overwhelmed, feeling less than or feeling like you're not enough or feeling like you're you're coming up short simply because that's not your part. You know, this podcast today is not what it was three years ago because three years ago I was recording the podcast in the closet in our two-bedroom apartment and just had ideas. But today I'm recording in a space with a video producer and an editor that is a part of our team. So just understanding like, hey, you may not have all the pieces to the puzzle, but at least you have something and take that to the right people and the puzzle begins begins to become more clear. And so kind of, I would encourage you, take yourself off the hook a little bit. You know, don't feel like you have to do all the work or have all the answers because that's not the way community and collectives work. They work best with others or else there's no community. So just understanding like, hey, know your role, find your right people and take the steps that you need to, to at least just get started. So you mentioned the seed format and that being a really good metaphor for us all having vision inside of us. But how do we practically begin to really craft a vision for ourselves? I know that one of the methods you apply in visionary coaching when you're with organizations and individuals is the concept of the fulfillment wheel. Can you tell everybody a little bit about the fulfillment wheel and how that works to really begin to craft vision for yourself? Yeah, so a fulfillment wheel, if you could think, again, using imagery of a actual wheel, um, and it has seven spokes in it. So fulfillment, so we start with the spoke of F, starting with faith, and then also family, friends, Mm -hmm. finances, fitness, food, fun. All those are different spokes within your wheel to kind of help you be able to have momentum and movement in life. And if you're an organization and throughout your organization, it's all about movement. If any of those spokes are not functioning well and they're missing, then you have a flat tire and it's going to impact you. So all of those spokes are interconnected. Yeah. All of them interact with us. So for when we think about vision and how we move from a space of freedom to fulfillment, it really starts with, okay, what are these spokes? What is my point of entry mm-hmm. into the spokes? Because some people start with faith. Some people's point of entry or their pain point is through family. Yeah. Some it's they want to do fitness. Some it's the food that we're taking and taking. So wherever your point of entry is, that can it will lead directly to the other areas, and they're all impacted and they're all influential to each other. So we yeah. use that for fulfillment to help us so that we can all live flourishing lives. No, that's good. I think it's, I love that we have those seven categories because sometimes, again, like you said, where do I start? Because for me, I kind of felt overwhelmed when it came to vision because for one, I didn't see myself as a quote unquote visionary. I didn't put myself in that category because I'm very 
present oriented when it comes to time orientation. Some people are more past oriented, very nostalgic. You know, they spend a lot of time thinking about what happened in the past um, versus others who are future oriented. I mean, they are all about what's next. It's like, great, whatever just happened, cool. Now, what's next? And sometimes it can feel like only the future oriented time type of folks are visionaries. And if I'm very present, if I'm about the here and the now and I want to absorb it and feel it and be in it, then I don't have vision. But thinking about the fulfillment wheel as a tool to say, okay, this is a way to start. So pick one of those seven categories. Maybe it is faith. Maybe it is food. Whatever you feel like is an entry point for you, that's the space of, okay, let me begin to design vision around that particular spoke and then kind of grow out from there. Because they're all, and you taught me this, you know, they're all interconnected. How we live in each of those areas impacts one another and overall creates the vision and the design of the vision that we desire to live, right? Yeah, they're all interconnected and they're all significant. So if you are very past-oriented, that's important. If you are very present, that's important. If you do have a very optimistic view of the future, that's important as well, too. Uh, the real space is how do they all collaborate? Where's the space of synergy where it all fits together? And we can appreciate um, the differences and we can acknowledge them so that we can be more effective and impactful together. Good. Yes, together. Um so a really key thing that I've come to realize, and again, I feel like I'm always referencing Tommy because he really has, you really have taught me a lot, like so much. You really have taught me a lot too. <laughs> like, so much. And that's, I mean, I get the perk of living with a visionary coach, um, but it, it just happens because that's just who he is. And if you have the privilege of being around him, that's just what you're going to get. And so... Over the course of time, I have come to see that change is constant and I tend to like stability. You know, if you're listening and watching and you're like, yeah, vision just feels too spontaneous, erratic. It feels like you have to just like jump off and do stuff. And I like stable. I like, you know, clarity. Then don't feel like this isn't for you because I've learned over the course of time that constant is change is really the only constant thing. And when we can begin to embrace that change is constant and we can see the phases that happen in the natural world around us, you know, we were just talking about the full moon that we experienced recently and just how amazing and beautiful it was. But what's cool is that that full moon is going to go through a phase and it's going to come back again. And each and every part of the phase has its purpose. You know, we, we went to Malibu last summer and we got to stay at a place that was right on the water. And, you know, we were just able to see the amazing work of God's creation in the, the high tide and the low tide and how quickly it came in and out. And we were both just like, wow, this is amazing because everything has its time and its season and it's not something to shy away from, but if we can lean into it, if we can embrace it and know that the shifts are coming, then we can be able to move with the flow, stay in flow of vision, which says it's okay for vision to change. So 
what do you say for a person who maybe feels the way that I have felt that, you know, I don't have the risky thing and vision means that it has, if I make a decision or have a vision about something, it has to stay exactly the way it is right now. How do you kind of process vision with the mindset of fluidity and, and change in the motion? Yes. Uh, again, that Malibu experience was really good because we were like right up. We got to see the high tide. We got to see the low tide. Mm-hmm. And But the also thing was when we had the locals that were walking back and forth, they were able to acknowledge and they knew exactly when it was coming, yeah. when it wasn't coming, what to do when it when um, the high tide is there, what to do when the low tide. And so we were able to kind of get coached up through them, by them. So, again, as I stated earlier, frameworks are really, really helpful for us and and friendship, relationships. So that's what helps us navigate through the things that we don't know. Mm -hmm. And also just the reassurance of just knowing, like, okay, you may be starting here. You may be starting at this point of entry, and that's okay. Like, everyone doesn't have as much risk tolerance. Yeah. And that may just be the way that you're wired, the way that you're designed, and being comfortable in that, and then making sure that you surround yourself with others who may be a little bit more risk tolerant and who have a little bit more exposure or more experience that you can utilize for your own benefit. Yeah. No, that's good. All right. So we're going to shift a little bit now that you guys have gotten some of the high-level fulfillment wheel you know, um, part of the conversation, I want to go into the more practical experience. So if somebody is feeling as though, man, I know that I have a vision, I want to be a more impactful parent, or I want to start this business, and I want to be successful, um, I've kind of found a point of entry using this fulfillment wheel and how I'm going to get started. But what is something that they can do right now if their real doesn't line up with what you call their ideal? And he coined that. I can't even I can't even take credit. So when your real does not match up to your ideal, what are the things that you can begin to do to start to to bring them into alignment? You know, you have this concept called the 4D, four dimensional mindset um, space. So because that can feel like a real um, roadblock sometimes because it's like, well, I do have a vision, but it doesn't look like what it looks like right now. And that's exactly the purpose of vision. But even that experience can feel like a, a block. And it's like, no, no, that's cool. That means you're actively like working the process because you've realized that where you are right now is not where you want to be. So how do we use the 4D um, mindset that you've kind of designed to help dictate, okay, how do I process when my real doesn't match up with my ideal? Yeah, that's a really good question. And again, really a lot of our work goes from helping people with what is your real and then what is your ideal? And then how do we move in there through the the process of that? So it really is, again, taking a fuzzy idea and making it clear so that you can have movement and you don't get stuck through it. So with the four-dimensional framework, it starts with the first dimension is really all focused around your paradigm. So paradigm is a map or it's a viewpoint. It's your perspective that you're starting off. So the second dimension is all based around your paradox. So those are truths that contradict themselves. So it's uh, this is one reality versus this is the other reality 
where are the things that they overlap, where they contradict themselves. So you have to deal with that. Once you have two perspectives, they're not going to be the same. So you have to be able to adjust and be able to do that. The third dimension is all based around prisms. Mm -hmm. So then that prisms is where light's able to shine in and throughout. So then that has that takes transparency. So you have to be honest with yourself with, okay, this is my real, this is the ideal that I'm trying to get to, and this is the middle ground that uh, that doesn't align with where I'm trying to go to. If you can't get into a space of being honest and transparent for that, then you can never actually move from the real to the ideal because you're almost in a make-believe um, fake land. And then the fourth um, dimension is the panoramic um, um, perspective, where it's a, a holistic viewpoint where now you're able to see the whole thing holistically, almost be able to step out, pull in, pull out, what do you say? <laughs> so now he's feeling, step out and now pull you got out. my joint. We yeah. share, we share yeah. phrases. Of course, we share. Pull up and pull out. Yeah, so that's kind of what that four dimensional is the panoramic viewpoint, where it's a holistic um, viewpoint where you're able to see what it is and it helps you move with more clarity, more comfort from one place to the other. And then you move from your real to your ideal. So you talked about honesty and being real with yourself when the real isn't lining up with the ideal. But that really brought home for me the feeling that I've had and really thinking about, okay, when we started C-Squared Artistry, this was like the original name of the brand and the business. And I realized like, ooh, this isn't exactly what I want it to be. And you were very, very instrumental in helping me to be honest with myself. And that honesty place, you guys, can feel so uncomfortable. And the revealing process, you know, I think about like a sculpture that's being chiseled away and it can feel painful at times, but it's exactly what we need in order for the true beauty to be revealed. And you need to have somebody who can be honest with you and do it in a loving way. You know, you always talk about candor and truth and making sure that even when you're speaking truth with that person, that it's done in a loving and kind way. So even though you may feel some of that discomfort, it actually is a good thing because it's allowing you to see the areas where, you know, you really do have to work on and the things that you want to see improved and changed in your life. So Having somebody alongside you for that journey is so important, whether it is a visionary coach or a friend or another community member who can really support you through that process. But we have to be willing to listen to that honest truth and allow yourself to go there so you can actually get to the other side. And I'm still not all the way there where I want to be. And I think that's, you know, a really important thing to remember is that it's an ongoing process. Like we mentioned earlier, change is constant. So just know that like you're on the journey, you're on the right, in the right direction, um, even though it might feel kind of, you know, uncomfortable right now. All right. So you guys, this has been an amazing podcast, but I want to make sure I leave you with a little story because I think it really kind of brings home the idea of what it means to have vision. And a couple of weeks ago, we went to Prescott, Arizona, which is a beautiful space. It's just kind of like mountains and forests and trees. And while I was outside just having some moment to meditate and pray, I was enamored with how beautiful the trees are. And I was just thinking about, you know, how those trees were really fulfilling their purpose. They were serving everything in their environment by just doing what they've been designed to do. And shortly after that, Tommy came outside 
And I looked down and I saw an ant. And I was like, oh, I didn't even notice that small ant. And I started noticing another one and another one and another one. And Tommy has this kind of um, appreciation for ants. So I wanted him to share a little bit about his understanding of ants and how that impacts vision. Because here I am looking up (laughs) at these huge trees and, you know, really seeing the beauty in them, but then not noticing the small, tiny ants that also have a huge purpose with what they do. Yeah, so ants to me are very small, but they're very mighty and powerful, and they're really great examples of collective action. They're really great examples of of leadership. So uh, reading the Bible, there's a few scriptures in there, a couple scriptures in there about ants. Um, One talks about consider the ant and be wise. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of wisdom that we can gain from and learn just by studying and looking at ants. And then the other one just talks about how they're so small, um, but collectively they are a mighty people um, together as a unit. And I think that's the same thing for us. So when we tie that to vision, and we tie that to us, like we may think that we have something that's very small and insignificant, mm-hmm. but it's very significant and it can impact a lot of people. And if we surround ourselves with our complement crew and as we work through that, then it can make a major impact and it can be so much stronger and impactful and influential than just us working by ourselves. Um, principles that we can watch by ants. Ants are always working. Yeah. So they're always so diligent. <laughs> you know what I mean? You never see an ant just chilling, chilling. And hanging out, like, you know, yeah. just on the side. They look so intentional. They look so very, very purposeful. Um, you know, for the beauty revealed sake, uh, you know, they're all serving the queen. Mm. Um, so they all have very purposeful work that they do and to contribute. And they're also very season conscious, yeah. if you will. So, you know, when it's it's summertime, they're always preparing for the winter, so they're always putting things away. When it is wintertime, they're always eager and ready to get back out for the summer. So there's a lot of things that we can learn from ants. There's a lot of things that we can apply for our own vision mm-hmm. um, that we can really emulate to be a lot more effective and be able to be aware of the significance that we bring to the world. Yeah, no, thank you for sharing that because I I feel like that's really one of the main things that I would want you as a listener and as a viewer to hear today is that you really do have purpose. You know, you're going through this process of your beauty being revealed, but the key thing is that the beauty already exists. It's the revealing process that you're experiencing right now. So don't question or doubt whether beauty is really on the inside of you. And you know, when we say beauty, we're not just talking about physical, external beauty. We're talking about the amazing design and creation that God has made you to be. And so just understanding that as small as an ant might be compared to a tall tree, that ant has purpose beyond what we can even imagine. And oftentimes the work of the ant is being done underground. You can't even see the tunnels and the spaces that they've been creating. They've been working. They've been doing their thing. And it's significant. So if you feel like what you have today is somehow insignificant, I want you to pause to think again, because what you're carrying in this world does have power and it does have purpose. And using vision, that's going to be the power strategy for your beauty to begin to be revealed. So take away these four quick points with me today. You do have vision. You have vision. Just like Tommy said, we all have vision. No matter what type of personality style, 
you have vision. Number two, assess and take action using the fulfillment wheel. If you want more information about the fulfillment wheel, then go to our website, House of Clay. That's house, H-O-U-S-E-O-F-C-L-A-I.com. And you can go there to learn more about Tommy, visionary coaching. And then third, remember that change is constant, right? You can anticipate that there's going to be some movement. There are going to be some shifts in the process of your vision. And so don't be caught off guard when you change your mind or when something begins to kind of take a little bit of a different shape. Change is constant, just like the seasons, just like the butterflies, just like the sun, the moon. We all go through that transformation process. So be okay with that and embrace the change. And then last is number four, connect with a visionary coach like Tommy or connect with a community of people who can really support you and be that compliment crew. Because it does feel really difficult to have vision when you're by yourself. Wouldn't you agree, Tommy? Just knowing that you have a a circle of people around you kind of cheering you on. And I, I think it's important to note this. You don't have to share your vision with everybody because some people are dream killers and we want to make sure <laughs> that you really are very thoughtful, right? Thoughtful about how you go about sharing vision and who you share it with. So at least one person that you feel comfortable and confident that you can, you know, really share the vision with, but somebody to help you support through the process. All right, guys. So if at the beginning of this episode, you didn't have vision, you didn't know what vision was, or maybe you did have vision, but you weren't really as clear. I just hope and pray that you have been able to take away some really good tips and gems to move forward to revealing your beauty with this episode um, and knowing that vision is something that you have and that's important. And so thank you again so much, Tommy, for being on this podcast today. I appreciate you. I love you. Um, And guys, remember who you are and remember to be the beauty revealed. Bye. Hey, girl, are you feeling unhappy with the life that you're living? Have you found yourself stuck in the box that the world has designed for you rather than the one that you truly desire? Well, I'm so glad that Design with Kemi is here. It's a community for women of color just like you and me who are taking the journey to live in the fullness of who they are. Women who are ready to learn more about themselves and to design the lives that they want to live. So join Kemi as she invites us into creative, curated spaces with practical experiences so you can begin to design your life. Follow on Instagram and online at Design with Kemi. That's design underscore with underscore Kemi, K-E-M-I, Design with Kemi. I'll see y'all there.